Hello. No. I didn't know that I've been transported to jolly England. <laughs> Is England jolly? Is it jolly? I don't know. Oh yeah, they're very. Yeah. No, no, no. Aren't they the? Aren't Americans the jolly ones? Like we're supposed to be. Like, we're all like, everything's great. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. And then... I don't, I don't know. I think it's more of a disgusting nationalism problem than it is a jolly problem. <laughs> or maybe we're just all delusional. You've heard of the trolley problem. Now we have the jolly problem. <laughs> when you say trolley, I just think Judy Garland and I can't. I can't stop. Oh, see, I think of um, Harry Potter when the lady with the sweets trolley goes around. Anything off the trolley? Harry Potter on the trolley. That's the next so book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, from my understanding, the UK, they're all like pessimistic and they're like, Americans are just so joyful and everything's great and we're just delusional. I don't, I don't know about the stereotype. I think delusional is right. Yeah. Um, yeah, in any case, um, who are you? No. I'm Harry Potter. No. <laughs> I said, who are you? I didn't ask. Just... I'm, I'm Harry Potter. Alright, well, I'm, I'm Alex. Apparently I'm joined by a world-renowned wizard. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. in the Chamber of Cats. <laughs> uh, um, I'm Steph, the crazy cat lady, as I drink from my cat mug with my cat next to me and itching like crazy because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> a consistent diet like having to do with cat hair, coffee, and Benadryl. Uh, not Benadryl because that makes me pass out. Uh, not like literally, but like I will get... But like fall asleep. Yeah, like Benadryl coma. Um, any other non-drowsy medicine, yes. C. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. That's, that's, that's all I intake. Okay, so what are we doing right now? Um, I don't know. What are we doing? Where am I? Who is could she? You, could you intro the podcast no. for the love? No, you're not my real mom, and you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> for the love of Lil Nas X giving Satan a lap dance, would you please fucking intro the podcast? <laughs> Fine. Did I say who I am? You said you were Steph. Okay. And Harry Potter, but like I don't know which one you're going to stick with for the remainder of the episode. Harry Stephanie Potter. That's it. I figured his, his middle name would be Stephanie. <laughs> um, this, this is Gay as in. Um, we're here. We're queer. We've got shit to say. Pow, 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 pow. I was gonna say, I think you've you've gone from Harry Potter to Elvis real quick. <laughs> I am. Um, I don't know if this. Co- oh, there's cat hair in my coffee. I don't, okay. That's why I made the joke about your diet being cat hair and coffee, and it turns out I was way more right. Yeah, I just like itched my <laughs> skin, and cat hair fell off of my skin. <laughs> it landed in my coffee. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk ham. We're gonna talk ham. <laughs> we're here. We're here for ham. We're here for ham. <laughs> we're here. We're, here, we're queer, we're... and we're ham. <laughs> oh, like the band, or is that ham? The the sisters Hame. is a ham. I've heard her pronounced ham and ham and ham, and now ham, ham ham I am. Okay, so Steph messaged me this morning asking if I had a topic in mind, and because I had just finished cooking breakfast, was watching Top Chef, and was researching how to cook a ham, <laughs> I suggested cooking. <laughs> I'm also one other thing I didn't tell you. Um, is that I'm going to try my hand today at doing some uh, homemade hot sauce. I got a pound of habanero sitting in the fridge and a bunch of dreams and a lot of squeezy bottles. That, that's, yeah, that sounds like your life. Yeah. Yeah, I get excited. Like, every so often I pick up, I try, like, a new cooking thing. Uh, last summer I taught myself how to shuck oysters. Um, over the winter I was pickling... And now we're at we're in hot sauce territory. It's pretty gay. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gay, my dude. See, I feel like if I was a baker, I probably would have picked up bread making, like everybody else did during the pandemic. But baking is just not it's not my vibe. I bake very rarely. You want to know why? Because like, baking is the fucking worst. It is the devil's butthole. I swear to God, I hate it. See, I like 
cooking because I can improvise. Baking, you have to stick yep. to the recipe because otherwise, if you don't get a ratio right or whatever, you're, you're baked good as fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I hate everything about baking. I don't like cooking either, but like baking, especially not like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to opt out of that. I've unfortunately done a lot of baking this past like year, but it's only because I will like be like, oh, I want this, this and that. And then my roommate would like, just make it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess I could. <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> so, so what is it that you have against cooking? I'm very curious. I just, I was, I was a cook for like 14 years of my life. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just did it for a job and I hated it as a job. So I think working in the food industry has made me hate cooking. I mean, that's, that's pretty fair. That's, it's funny because like, I know some people who are cooks and love cooking new shit in their kitchen and just like trying stuff out um but it's funny that it's the opposite for you yeah I think um I'm also not very good at it like I was good at my jobs only because like when you work in the food industry like you have a menu and you know how to make those things on that menu so you're essentially trained to do those things very well but outside of the menu like I don't like I'm not very good at like I, I usually fuck something up so yeah especially since I don't follow <laughs> like if I'll like not follow the recipe or not follow it right and then like it just comes out not the way I wanted it to and then it's just a big fucking mess yeah I'm a very um av- like I follow a recipe to a point where it's like you know you just have to get the base of the recipe right and then you can usually just improvise based on on what you have so like this morning um I don't know I made breakfast and for like an omelet i was like all right what do i got i got this big block of cheddar cheese from when i made a cheese sauce last weekend so that'll go an omelet and then i'm like what kind of what kind of vegetables do i have around and i was like oh i got like half a red pepper not half a red pepper it was half a red onion in the fridge and i was like okay fry that up with some garlic make make omelet put a little bit of cheddar cheese on omelet put the veggies back on you got breakfast. Yeah, or you could have diced up some potatoes and had some home fries and put the cheddar cheese over the home fries too and had the onions in with the... Mm, yeah. Yeah, I also... That was a potential because I have a bunch of extra potatoes. So the... I don't know. Did I mention this? I didn't mention this on the podcast, but like what me and my partner like to do is when there are holidays, we like to wait until the week after to celebrate the holiday so that way people aren't like fighting us for like a turkey or whatever. Um so we are celebrating Easter this weekend, uh, and we, like, half surprise bought each other half off candy because we were like, why pay full price when we could just wait a day or two? Yeah. So so we did that. Um, so we will be giving each other, you know, Easter baskets, more like Easter boxes because they didn't have baskets. Um, and then, like, I'm making a ham with uh, scalloped potatoes and some braised kale as a green. That's good. Yeah, it is pretty gay. <laughs> kale? What is the gayest vegetable? Kale. Is it kale? I think so. Because I think... Or avocado. Avocado is pretty gay. Is avocado technically a fruit, though? Um... Because it's... Te- isn't it, like, a berry with a big old seed? Um, that's a good question. I think... Does I know it- that there's different ways of classifying, because you have, like, the culinary classification, then you also have, like, the biology classification. Yeah, it's like it has a, if it has a certain, certain amount of sugar, that's why tomatoes are technically a fruit, because they have a lot of sugar or something. I don't know. I think it's, like, it's probably part of the growing. In any case, um, I was thinking... Hmm. What's the... I mean, kale is a good one. I'm gonna have to think about it a little bit more. I can, like, what do I... What do I use a lot? I can't think of any other vegetable that's, like, gayer than kale. Like, yeah, you know? Like, what other vegetables yeah. are there? Like, potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of options here. Because um, I just, like, my brain was just like, you know what's really gay? Hummus. Yeah, it's chickpeas. But that's, I was going to say, that's chickpeas, though. So you got a little legume. <laughs> um, if you do a roasted red pepper hummus, that's pretty gay yeah that is pretty good any kind of hummus is gay hummus yeah gummus just like how it tastes and happen to be gay (laughs) oklahomus sorry (laughs) is it the best joke you got (laughs) i said gummus i think that was pretty funny (laughs) um i'm sorry for all the scratching noises guys i i'm like my i need to like 
go lather my body in lotion or take an allergy pill or something. Something's... I'm so itchy. <laughs> Just do something about it. Um, okay, so when you were cooking, like, what was the environment? Were you, like, in Stressed. a... <laughs> Stressful <laughs> environment. Stressed. Um, were you, like, mass producing? Like, was it almost like a catering-esque? Or were you doing, like like you know the back of a tgi fridays like what was the vibe uh, a little bit of both i started out um cooking in nursing homes so it was basically like mass produced with your yeah. exception of like you know you have like your regular food and then you have to like puree some or do like chopped ones so i did that for four years and then i went to a different nursing home when it was pretty much the same thing um just mass producing you know whatever's on the menu um, and then from there I went to, like, Italian restaurants slash pizzerias, so I wouldn't be okay. doing, like, the pizzas, I would be doing everything else on the menu, and I did three of those, um, and, uh, actually my first, my first job was Subway, but that doesn't really count as, like, cooking, but it was, like, it's a kitchen job. It's still a kitchen yeah. job, yeah. I'm assuming that you had to chop veggies to get them ready for when people yeah. are having it their way at Subway. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Um, isn't that Burger King? It is. I was talking about this <laughs> yesterday with Tanya. But I mean, what the fuck is Subway's catchphrase? Eat, Eat fresh? fresh. That's yep. that's gotta be it. And that's which is not accurate either, because a lot of this <laughs> stuff comes out of a fucking package. That's very funny. I wonder if they could get sued for that. Probably. I mean, the stuff. Like, what about this is fresh? The, the bread. The bread comes frozen, and then you bake it fresh. So I mean, that I guess is fresh. The bread and the bread is fucking delicious. <clears throat> I haven't had bread in so long. <laughs> I feel bad for you because I just got like, um, so there's a place uh, that's like within within reasonable walking distance from from where I live. Um, uh. It has like phenomenal bread that we tried for the first time. Um, we got in this loaf that was I can't remember what like the actual bread loaf is. It's like it was like circular and like you know. Uh, inside of it was um mozzarella and like sun-dried tomatoes and like mm. basil it was just fucking good bread and then we also got a very good grainy bread i think it was like a four grain bread um it seemed like it had like some kind of maybe sunflower seeds on it too it was like really good <laughs> that sounds amazing I love, I love bread see like i i love bread so much but like it genuinely hurts me like I, it, physical pain from especially I'm since... like super curious about that because um I feel like it might have something to do with like how we produce certain foods yep, so 100%. one of the podcasts I was listening to um they were talking about like eating pasta here versus eating pasta in Italy and when they ate pasta in Italy they were like it feels lighter which as it turns out um I think it's something to do with the egg content perhaps um i can't remember what the difference is between eggs here and eggs over there um i think it's like a protein level thing but it could just have to do with like the production and also like the quality of the ingredients yeah i think that has a lot to do with it as well because it's not like i don't know there's fucking chemicals and everything preservatives and everything and like that's really what gets me like i was talking before we started the podcast about the coffee syrups that I get and mm -hmm. I was looking at the ingredients and there's nothing in the ingredients that I don't already ingest like I don't ingest gluten I don't ingest uh dairy um no red meat or anything and like none of that was in the recipe or in the ingredients but it was like all these pres preservatives and I'm like it's probably what like fucks up my stomach is all the preservatives that's in the syrup so there's so much this is why I try to eat like as organic and as um, like natural and clean as possible because all that shit fucking kills me. It just like destroys my stomach. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that's what it, I'm sure just like the way that America's Americans like produce their fucking pasta and bread and shit is just like, here's a bunch of chemicals and with your wheat. Yeah. It's like in some cases I'm just like, I don't know about like preservatives or whatever, but that's kind of one of the reasons why I like cooking so much is that, you know, I love go. I Listen, I fucking love a farmer's market. I, I would die to go to a farmer's market right now. Um, but, like, I love cooking with fresh ingredients. I, you know, 
I just like doing it myself. And for me, there's nothing more relaxing than podcast. Neat recipe, fresh ingredients for like two hours. Like, it's just like, it's like one of my very calming activities because I like getting, getting focused and trying to like produce something. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Sorry, there's cat hair flowing around. Well, as somebody who has a more restrictive diet than me, then like, what is your comfort food? Like, that I, that I currently eat or that I used to eat in? I would say currently. Um, you could also tell me the used to, if you're, if you're vibing. <laughs> well, what I shouldn't be eating, um, I'm a sucker for Pizza Hut. I know it's just like trash pizza, but <laughs> it's, it's trash so pizza, good. but it's like, <laughs> so I, I talk about this a lot, but you know, it's like, it's like when I want a burger, sometimes I just want a shitty burger. Yeah. So like, that's like, it's a very particular mood where I'm like, I want a McDonald's burger because it's not good. <laughs> yeah. That or Taco but, Bell. Mm. You know that See, I'm a sucker I, for Taco Bell. I mean, you and me both, because I just went, so, um, like I said, we pushed our Easter back a week, so on Easter, we, after going on, like, a three-mile hike, we picked up Taco Bell for lunch. You deserved it. Um, <laughs> after the it hike. Was, listen, listen, there was a lot of rock climbing that I was not emotionally prepared for, but, I mean, the hike itself was, was nice, um, just kind of getting to be outside in really nice weather and, like, get to see... Um, you know, just get a nice view, climb some stone structure, all that. <laughs> um, but yes, I love Taco Bell. It's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, on the one hand, I'm like, fresh ingredients. On the other hand, I'm like, give me trash. Give me the Taco Bell. Um, can, we, Taco can Bell. we take a small detour and can you tell the audience um, about that anniversary dinner that you had with Tanya that one time? Oh, that was our Valentine's Day. That's right. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> it was around the time that we started dating. It was really funny. I think it was like a few months after we started dating that um, I was like, let's get dressed up and let's go get Taco Bell. <laughs> well, did, didn't Tanya never have Taco Bell before that? I think it was just like a very like limited exposure to fast food, which I was, at that point I was like, I eat, I, I try not to eat like a ton of fast food, but the thing is, is that I just... They just sometimes make weird stuff that I'm like, I gotta know what that tastes like. <laughs> well, also, um, like, before COVID, like, that's the only th- food you can get when you're drunk and you're walking home from the bar is, like, Tasty Burger. Maybe. <laughs> like, well Tasty, well, Tasty Burger is, like, its own. I feel like it's its own category because that's, like, it's such good trash food. Like, that's, like, upper, that's, like, you got fast food and then you got, like, a quick serve, like a, like a Tasty Burger. Or, like, Five Guys. Um, five Guys is still quality. Yeah, Five Guys isn't that same, isn't that same. I, I like Tasty Burger better than Five Guys, though, I have to say. I won't tell, I won't tell Five. No, Five Guys won't be a podcast no, no. guest. <laughs> five Guys. I mean, we don't have enough equipment to fit Five Guys on this podcast. <laughs> we actually anyway. do. <laughs> you, you have four mics at your house and I have one here. Well, I guess they're not coming to the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, trash food. Um, yeah, I I love I love trash food, and I was talking about yesterday um, some of my favorite trash food creations, um, which like naturally like a a brilliant a brilliant creation is the Doritos Locos Taco. Mm, but what I was thinking of was a super limited release food that came out in t- October of 2018. And it was the Nightmare King, which was a Burger King limited sandwich where I'm going to get the description up because it looks terrible. And I was like, I ha- it looks so ridiculous. I have to fucking try it. Um, have to. It'll be in my- it- I just like I was like, I need to know what this garbage tastes like because it's weird. And it's they, they didn't bring it back. Like <laughs> nobody must have liked it as much as I did, um, it's, Which is fine. It's not like That's the McRib fine. where everybody wants it. I also am a sucker for a McRib. <laughs> See, I don't give a shit about the McRib. Uh, but fake, <laughs> fake meat smeared in barbecue sauce and pickles. Mm. Okay, so the Nightmare King uh, has a green bun. Oops. And has, it's a beef patty, a crispy chicken patty, mm. bacon, American cheese, and mayo. So it's just three different kinds yeah. of meats on a green bun. Oh, I it remember was, that. I was so hype about this thing. And I tried it, and I was like, after, like, half the sandwich, I felt super full. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, a monstrosity. It was just a monstrosity, and I really liked how it tasted. 
Yeah, I'm down for that. I would eat that. I mean, I want it, but I would want to. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like you, I I don't remember how I felt after, which means it probably was fine. But like yesterday, we'd gone McDonald's for lunch just because we we wanted it. And I just like, I I don't know about you, but like when I go to a fast food establishment, I, especially if I'm like really hungry, I have a problem with over ordering. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just like, everything here is relatively inexpensive. I can order, I can eat two sandwiches. Yeah, and then you have to eat both of them because you can't have a leftover McDonald's. Yeah, it's not the best heated up. You just reminded me of, um, uh, back in the day, one of my interns, um, so I went to San Francisco for Lesbians Who Tech, and of course, as a fast food connoisseur, I needed to try In-N-Out. Um, so one of my interns before I left was like, bring me back an In-N-Out burger, and I was like, don't don't say this to me if you don't mean it and he was like bring me one i was like okay buddy (laughs) so i um before i like i think a couple hours before my flight home i went to in and out and i and i got some some burgers put it in my carry-on to bring on the plane with me Uh. um and then yeah looking back probably not smart of me to have brought this in he didn't want it and i ate it and i was fine Um, (laughs) gross I know. <laughs> I was not, like, knowing about, like, the food safety issues now. Like, you're not supposed to eat food that's been sitting out at, like, room temperature for more than two hours. So, big mistake on my part. I ate it, and I was completely, like, I had no issues. Um, probably the amount of preservatives in the food that I ate. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that I told sums him it up. not to try me. <laughs> <laughs> like, does he not know you? Like... Apparently didn't know me that well. All right, hold on. I got to get Penny off my lap because she can't, she's too fat to like sit comfortably. So she's very, come over here, babes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Now I have cat hair all over me. Um, I mean, you elected to have cats. This just came off my pants. I have no sympathy for you, sir. (laughs) This is just from my pants. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> now I have to vacuum the shit out of my room. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. um, I did elect to have cats. Um, yeah, shit food is literally the best. Um, I am a sucker for a fucking Pizza Hut, 100%. I I think the last time I went to Pizza Hut, they had some deal going on where you could buy, like, a $10 box that had, like, a medium pizza, like, a fuck ton of, like, cinnamon sticks mm. and, like, a bunch of stuff. And I was like, damn, what a deal. And I remember, like, just eating most of it and just feeling so so sick yep yeah (laughs) yep it's like sometimes like i can't even say that it's worth it anymore because like i just get so very ill that i'm like it's it can't even be worth it but um (laughs) one day i'll cheat and have pizza hut and then be like it wasn't worth it but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i i don't know that's pizza hut is like i don't pizza in general is just like I'm such a sucker for pizza, but, um, I've been making this, I have, I get this really yummy gluten-free crust from Whole Foods and it's like a thin crust and I've been making, I've been trying like different pizzas and there's like this mm-hmm. dairy-free cheese that, <sighs> dairy-free cheese doesn't melt, so you're not going to get good dairy-free cheese for pizza, um, yeah. but, um, I mean, it does the job, whatever. So I'll do like barbecue chicken with like um black olives and banana peppers um without like a red sauce i'll just do barbecue as the base Mm -hmm. or i'll do like um a like chicken italian sausage with red sauce and like peppers and onions Um, i just had an idea Ooh, go on okay so if you made like you know how like they're like vegan mac and cheeses so like if you make like a vegan mac and cheese sauce base if you do like a vegan mac and cheese sauce base um and do like a like a buffalo chicken Mm -hmm. you just got you could even throw on some pasta if you're feeling wild because i've had some some buffalo chicken mac and cheese pizzas in my time fucking tasty oh yeah but like i was thinking it was it was based on what you said about the um the um the dairy-free cheese not melting is that like instead of doing cheese why don't you do a cheese sauce okay okay i can see that being delicious yeah yeah because i've made some vegan mac and cheeses in my time um to bring to to events and parties um 
who fucking remembers parties, eh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like having that as like the base, um, so that way you get the the you know the faux cheesiness without like having to be like, oh, this didn't melt. <laughs> oh, it's not melted. Oh, my my vegan cheese didn't melt. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so gay (laughs) why is that so funny i don't know why that got you so good i'm like crying (laughs) oh my vegan cheese didn't melt (laughs) oh my vegan cheese Uh, means a disaster uh, i'm crying (laughs) oh man um that is a good idea i have um boxed um gluten-free vegan mac and cheese maybe i can just steal a pouch from that yeah and make a, i um make a sauce. i just got and i have to i should probably check the the recipes um uh so um one of my best friends is vegan and her birthday's coming up so i was like oh you know i know that she likes to cook so i'll get her a vegan cookbook so there's actually this um it's a southern vegan cookbook um I have to look up what it's called because I want to shout it out because some of the recipes in there look absolutely incredible. Southern vegan cookbook. But I mean, think like, um, think like, you know, they're like jalapeno hush puppies. Mm. Um, there were some like drinks at the end of it. They had um, like sweet potato cinnamon rolls. Mm. So again, like this is like all vegan stuff, but let me see. It's so hard though, like, with, like, when you're vegan and gluten-free, it's so hard to get both of those things together, which is why I have to make my own pizza, because I cannot find a vegan gluten-free pizza to fucking save my life. That's a lie. There's one brand that I don't like their cheese, um, and that's the only pizza that I can find that's vegan and gluten-free. Yeah, that's fair. Um, somebody who I love on the internet is vegan and gluten-free because he has celiacs. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Julian Solomita and he used to do like a bunch of cooking videos on his channels and stuff Um, and I had adapted um, a recipe that he adapted (laughs) (laughs) Um, for like a vegan fried chicken sandwich um, where there was a lot of like freezing and unfreezing of tofu and soaking it Um, I cheated and didn't make it vegan because I was like I'm not going to pay a fuck ton of money for like vegan chicken broth yeah (laughs) <laughs> to get the flavor but yep. like you you can make it vegan and gluten-free i'm gonna text you message you the um the name of the the cookbook um my or her website anyway it's called sweet potato soul cool cool, um, cool 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 and yeah just like some of the quality of the recipes i was like that sounds fucking good and so we're actually having um one of the recipes from the book um that my partner is making is a jackfruit jambalaya jackfruit jambalaya okay yeah Uh, so jackfruit tends to be um which i don't know if you know this a good substitute for um for like a pulled pork so like people have used the jackfruit for like vegan pulled pork sliders or like that kind of a that kind of a vibe so we're gonna try that cool cool uh, cool yeah within the next couple of days i'm excited to see how it tastes (laughs) oh why just why (laughs) do you not know me is there ever a reason for anything that i do absolutely not no (laughs) um i will say that as somebody who like you know i do eat meat and i do ingest dairy and whatever like i'll like i have nothing against like you know trying to we try to do like one veggie based meal a week to try to cut back a little bit but um i i like vegan cooking because it's a challenge Mm mm-hmm because it's like you ha- there's like substitutions that have to be made. Um, one thing that I I'm curious about is you know, so like a lot of recipes that I've seen are trying to emulate something, but like I I'm curious about just like purely vegan recipes that are not inspired by a meat or dairy based counterpart. Mm-hmm. You know, because like like I said earlier, vegan mac and cheese, vegan fried chicken sandwich, like. Where it's just, like, the vegan recipes that are vegan recipes for the sake of being vegan recipes. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, like, just, like, there's a lot. I mean, there is a lot of those. <clears throat> those are ones that, like, I pretty much make my, like, those are the ones that I make. And I don't, like, follow a recipe. I'll just, like, I don't know. 
I'll just like fry up some veggies and rice and like that that's pretty much it just like a lot of yeah. a lot of rice <laughs> 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 oh I have, a, I have a question is there like a vegan blue cheese yes yes there is okay <clears throat> so my suggestion for you then um think and we've made this pizza combination before i'm sure you can adapt it um because we've done sausage pear and blue cheese sausage pear and blue blue cheese cheese. okay pizza because like so the um the pear brings like a sweet and a tartness and it gets cut by the saltiness of the sausage sausage and the blue cheese bleh cheese bleh cheese bleh cheese bleh (laughs) fromage (laughs) <laughs> this is french corner <laughs> um oui. i have um my gato or is that spanish that's that's my, cake my <laughs> i got that i got my cake here <laughs> that's that's cake in french my dude <laughs> you know me well, I mean, I'm pretty cake. sure that that is that might be Spanish for I, cat, I think but it's good. also French good. for cake. Isn't it shot? I yep. shot myself. Trust me, being in French class as a teen and your French professor, like your French teacher, saying shot, everybody's fucking laughing. Listen, <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I took eight years of French, eight, like my entire schooling of French, and I only remember like je ne sais pas. Because that was my response to everything. <laughs> like, je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. <laughs> like, I have yeah, no fucking I think, clue. I think I took it for about six years, and there's still some some floating around in there. Um, yeah. It's Luna, like... I, Luna. Sorry. What? <laughs> we, we used to watch these videos, and there was this pineapple, and it would pop up and be like, la-na-na-na. Like, every time. <laughs> And then there was God. these dancing, there was these dancing skeletons, like, qu'est-ce que c'est, qu'est-ce que really... fuck were you, are you sure this was real? It was really fun. <laughs> oh God, see, we had to watch, um, I remember that, <laughs> to get us to shut up once, um, okay, so our French teacher was a lovely woman who was under a lot of stress because some of the children were just fucking terrible, yeah. and I, I think about her a lot, I hope she's doing okay, <laughs> um, I feel like I feel so bad for her because there were some kids who just like kept pressing her nerve and like trying to make her life miserable and and did um, a good job her, at it. <laughs> they did a really good job at it. Um and it, it was both funny and terrifying every time she would get to that breaking point where she just would like scream she's like I am having a conniption. <laughs> like oh my god. Poor lady. Uh, that that po- like I still feel for her and like I said I do. I like Every time I'm, like, you know, presented with something in French, I'm like, I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> hope she hasn't killed herself, because... I'm ho- like, like, I hope that she's, like... I, the last time that I talked to her was probably, like, a few years... Like, like, a few years ago, I was in college, and we actually talked on the phone for a little bit. Um, I wonder if I still have her email address. I should reach out and make sure she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... So, like, I mean, I, I have to say that, like, I feel for those teachers at that school, because a lot of them were, like... There were some shitty teachers. There always are. But a lot of them are, like, really nice people. Um, And I remember um, once I got into college, I think maybe my, like, sophomore year, I went back to the high school to, like, ended up doing, like, a couple of of talks in, like, one of the random classes. And I was talking to um, my old English teacher, and he was telling me, he was just like, these kids, they're just getting worse and worse every year. And he was saying that um, they had taken the kids as part of like the English class to go see um, to go see the Great Gatsby movie in theaters because like that's you know pretty standard American literature. Um, and he was like, when we were coming back to the school, as we pulled into the the driveway, some some of the kids just like jumped out of the emergency exit of the bus, like out the back, and I was just like, you poor fucking man. <laughs> Like, I was just like, you poor, like, I feel so, you guys are not paid enough, number one, and number two, to have to, like, deal with that. Mm-hmm. I would just, like, lose it on every child. Like, yeah. I, my I, God. I, I especially feel bad for them because I was one of those kids. I was such a bad kid in middle school. 
that to the point where like there's this one teacher that I he was having a bad day apparently I walk like we're, we're just starting class everyone was walking into class I walk in he's like not you today he's like I'm, you're not in my class today and I was like okay <laughs> just like sat in the office that bad what the I fuck was, did you I do I was really bad I was really I was so disruptive no one can learn because I was just like being an asshole I was really bad in middle school then I got better I got a lot better in high school like once I hit ninth grade and then I actually um was taking a walk with my friend and um in town and we like were walking by his house and I like stopped and apologized to him like after like after I was like in high school and I'm like dude I'm sorry like I like made your life a living hell and I apologize because that was fucked up (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you apologized yeah I was unnecessarily bad just it was not at all necessary and i don't know what was wrong with me i was just acting out as a fucking little asshole teenager or however old you are in middle school yeah we should you know what we should do is we should save this as like a whole high school slash middle school episode like a like an early school episode because i could talk about it a lot (laughs) yeah i have some stories on my sleeve as well (laughs) yeah because we could just turn this whole food episode into a school episode but like I feel like there's a lot of content here. Yeah. It's it's funny that you're mentioning this now because last night, um, me and my roommate were listening to Taylor Swift's Fearless album because she, you know, re-recorded Literally it. all of my all of my friends are listening to it and I'm yeah. like I do not care. <laughs> not not for me. I mean, I didn't like I don't know, it was she was playing it and I was singing along and it was just reminding me about being like cause the album came out in two thousand eight and I was like this album just like reminds me of just I was just my entire high school experience was just being miserable and heartbroken because the girl who like I was madly in love with who was just stringing me along who was my best friend but like treated me like a girlfriend story yeah treated me like a girlfriend (laughs) sorry but like would just like fuck a bunch of other people and then like but we weren't actually dating like I was just so sad all throughout high school and then just like singing Taylor Swift, be like, <laughs> yeah. So that album reminds me of high school, and it really brings back some painful memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Not great. I was gonna say high school was like mediocre at best. Yes, high school sucked. But yeah, we can have a whole fucking episode on fucking. Yeah, because that really, I feel like, um, I mean, just based on like what you just said and my high school experience, like I feel like there is some very gay content there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I used to actually um, get my clothes taken away. Well, by some of my clothes because I would wear this tie that says fuck you all over it or fuck off or something. And um, <laughs> they would constantly make me take it off and, I'd have, and then I'd have to go get it at the end of the class or at the end of the day. And then I would just like wear it the next day. And they're like, you can't wear this. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Because <laughs> you know me, I was, I was that kid that came yeah. in a tie and like short like cargo shorts with like high socks and from fucking so your high top <laughs> converse shoes i'm wondering why you're saying it like this as if you don't still wear these things i'm not I ever living to... anymore <laughs> i was gonna say i think the only thing that's missing from like anytime i've seen you is the tie and sometimes you would have the tie <laughs> <laughs> i'm not avril anymore <laughs> i just wanted to be avril levine um, last night, uh, with my friend's call, it was like a, like a Disney channel theme and like, uh, at the end we were shown like the outtakes of them draw- trying to draw like the, the Mickey Mouse ears and Lelaine from Lizzie McGuire popped up and she just like, it was full like tie, like the cargo pants, <laughs> like a vest, like just like a red streak in her hair. I was just like, oh, <laughs> This brings me back. <laughs> oh, that's so gay. <laughs> so fucking gay. <laughs> some gay Disney. I oh, I like Disney is so I mean they're trying to get better, I guess, with their like homophobia and racism and their anti Semitic whatever, like they're, they're eh, trying. As best as a corporation can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true that true that but wasn't um i loved how the 
um, the Onward movie had, like, you know, that lesbian cop, but also, like, the ending credits was Brandy Carlisle. Like, they asked Brandy Carlisle to write a song for the movie. Yeah, so which was, was Grammy-nominated, like, right? Um. The song. Was it? I don't. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty for, sure it was. For I this year or last year? This year. I, cause I didn't watch the Grammys. I didn't pay attention to the Grammys at all this year. I know she won. I paid attention <laughs> because Phoebe Bridgers was nominated in three categories. Fair. I know she won for um, uh, Crowded Table uh, from The High Woman. And then mm-hmm. I think it was last year that she won for Tanya Tucker's album that she produced and wrote a few songs, or most of the songs, I think, actually. I think that was last year, not this year, though. Grammy, Grammy moms. Grammy. Yeah, because I think it got. I think that song got nominated. But here's the thing about them being like, "Oh, it's a lesbian cop." Fucking, what makes her gay? Yeah. What did you do? Nothing to make it obvious. Just she was gay. Just say like what she was like. Oh, my wife. Like that was it. Or like my. I don't even know. Remember what it was. It was just like. It was just known that she had, like, a wife or a girlfriend. Like, that was really about it. And she was pretty butch. (laughs) But that's, like, one of those things where it's just, like, listen, like, you don't have to have them, like, making out with, like, a woman on on there. But it's, like, I don't know. That felt, like, almost, like, performative allyship to me. Yeah. Because it's kind of, like, how uh, she who shall not be named um, said Dumbledore was gay. Like, how the fuck? Yeah, but that wasn't even, yeah, wasn't in the books. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so like Stupid. I said, and I'm not naming her because she's transphobic. Piece she, of could, shit, yeah. she could suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, it's like, I don't think it's a shame. I just, you know want the worst to happen to her <laughs> i think it's a shame because she's a great writer and it's like well of course you gotta be that's a piece of shit true. that's not true <laughs> she's I, not a good writer okay, well i liked the harry potter books but now i can't oh we're back to harry potter and we're all the <laughs> way back around to harry potter to ari ari stephanie potter oh oh yep i was right okay so uh well, first of all, I was right about J.K. Rowling, she, she, she who shall not be named being a transphobe, but more importantly, I was right about uh, Best Song Written for Visual Media uh, nomination. Um, hysterically enough, also on this list is Beautiful Ghosts from Cats. <laughs> <laughs> but Carried Me With You from Onward. So yes. That's also on there. But of course, who won other than uh, Billy and Phineas for No Time to Die, which is a very good song. I don't know. Like you should, you should listen. You should listen. Okay, I'm thank a, you. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Billie Eilish because uh, she is very talented. I like her music a lot, and also she seems like you know, pretty chill. Yeah, I. So yeah. the thing about Billie Eilish is that I don't have any feelings about her because I haven't like listened to any of her music. I don't know why. I mean, I probably should. I think because... you, I do think that you would like it because I put her. I put her in a similar vibe, even though it's, like, a little bit more, um, produced as, like, a King Princess, um, or, like, a Hailey Kiyoko. Like, I put them all in, like, a similar category, um, which might not necessarily be correct. That's just where my mind puts her music. Right, right, um, right, right, right. Yeah. I would say definitely more, more production on it. But, um, so I, uh... I don't know if I've told the story before on the on the pod, um, but I was at a music festival and it was right before she blew up, and I just remember um, she was at like a backstage. She wasn't even like a headliner, nothing, and we were just kind of vibing there. And I was like, I was there with some friends, and I was just like, oh, we should go check out Billie Eilish. I keep hearing people talk about her, um, so why don't we go check out check out what she's about and just chill until we go watch whoever i think it might have been like the killers or something that night um so we we went to go check her out and she was in a boot she had a boot on her leg because of foot (laughs) issues and she still was just like fucking running around the stage and jumping around and just putting on like a show and the audience loved her and was freaking out um it was really entertaining it was great um but yeah after that point i actually went and started listening to the music nice um it was it's good 
اسكت هسكت اسكت that um just reminds me of last night um not the Billie Eilish thing but the the fuck the word fuckery um last night um I was playing The Sims as one does you okay i don't listen me personally not putting the word fuckery with sims in the same sentence i don't know i think that's like two different things but please continue i want to know i was playing the sims and um (laughs) her roommate was laying on the couch and her friend like video messaged her and or video called her and she was very drunk and she was (laughs) just going on and on and on and then penny came in and was like laying on the floor with her belly up in the air and then Daisy came in, and I was, like, petting them. And my roommate put the the video so that her friend can see. And she started crying <laughs> because oh, no. they were... She's like, this <laughs> Because they were so cute. And then she said, if they told me out of their little cat mouths to punch Bernie Sanders in the face, I would do it. And she was, like, bawling her eyes out. <laughs> she was like, I would assault Bernie Sanders if they told me to. That's oh a really, what a very God. specific action to take on behest of your cats. Yeah, well, she really loves Bernie, so, um, and the cats were so cute that she said she would, she would hurt him if they told her to. She would assault an old man who cares about everyone. If these fat, fuzzy fucks told her to, out of their little cat mouths. Exactly. Specifically out of their little cat mouths. Just got me. It's very good. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard, and she was just bawling. <laughs> Honestly, like, there's nothing more. I feel like there's nothing more hilarious than some somebody drunk crying, because more more times than not, it's about something that doesn't matter. <laughs> and it reminds me of like all the times during Pride where there was one situation with a person where we were trying to go home, and she was crying about um how much she missed uh where she went to school and was like crying over a very specific burger (laughs) was i there do i remember that no you weren't there um it was really (laughs) it's really funny but also like i was concerned because i was like i care about you but also you're crying over a burger fucking white girls like just being s- white girls like i destroyed I me can't i can't <laughs> oh, man. it's too good and now we're back into food we've come full full circle harry potter and food <laughs> we did it we managed to circle back on a topic <laughs> we did it we did we did it and then we just put you put the congratulatory um whatever the equivalent of a congratulatory banner is for an audio medium just like maybe like a little like a um oh what's the word i'm thinking of it's not a slide whistle uh a kazoo what about a kazoo noise (laughs) i don't have a kazoo you know no kazoo noise okay what about um hmm the sound of confetti or people celebrating. I'm sure you could find a royalty-free celebration <laughs> noise. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah, I'm sure somewhere in Anchor um, there is that. Even if you know. can't fulfill my hope and dream here, I'm just really excited for when it's like, oh, we're going to put the audio noise here. <laughs> it's not there. It's not there. The thing that's okay. that's hard about putting in... Um, like those noises is that I can't like figure out really how to like do it. Like I know how to put them in, but like I think you have to break up the break up the audio and then like put it in exactly where you want it and then like you know what I mean like put a space in the audio, separate them, put the You can't the noise just like in. layer it over us talking. I don't know. I don't maybe not an anchor, but yeah. I don't know. Weird. Well, I'd figure it out. I figured that you could just like add the layer on top of us talking and just have it be like confetti and <laughs> celebration noises. People yeah, clapping. I don't. I don't think I can do that in Anchor, but I can. Interesting. Yeah. But Listen, maybe, like, do not labor messy. over this joke. It's not worth it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's but not even a particularly time. good joke. It's not worth it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll try, and if it if I can't do it in the first try, then I I won't. 
<laughs> just overlay audio if you're just being like, this is where the noise would go if I had one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Insert celebratory noise here. And then on with the rest of the podcast. Yes. Very that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, are you okay? You look drunk as fuck. You good? Okay. You know how, like, when animals get old and sometimes you're like, I don't... I don't know. Are they dead? Are they okay? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, you're looking pretty rough. You good? Like, kind of deal. Yeah, I feel you concerned about you penny but okay um do you have anything else to add about your ham or um trash i just like i just like i like cooking i like trash food and i can't wait to safely go to farmers markets again also totally forgot to mention i got my first vaccine appointment coming up in a couple days oh me too hell yeah dude yeah, yeah, I'm going I'm Wednesday. What What are you getting? I'm getting the J&J. Oh, okay, so only one shot, right? One shot, yeah. Nice. So my roommate was telling me something about the fact that you can't compare, because I know like everyone says the J&J is not as effective, but something about, she's a scientist, something about um, you can't compare the J&J to the Moderna or Pfizer because they're because they're different like they're not the same so you can't put them in the same um like study because they are different like that the J&J has to have it like its own study and then um yeah I'm wondering if it has to do with um with how it works like because I know that like something like a like a Moderna or or a Pfizer with it being two different shots it's like essentially you know creating the mRNA uh, required to fight COVID um, if you get it and there's no like actual COVID in it Um, but yeah I don't don't know if it has to do with like the chemical composition or whatever I think so yeah I think that's exactly what it is because like she said that um, the Moderna and Pfizer is the new technology and the J&J is the old technology so pretty much the J&J is going to work how other vaccines work how your flu vaccine works so I'm pretty much going to get probably interesting yeah yeah Um, which is fine Um, but I did I already tell work I'm going to get Wednesday. I have Thursdays, or I work Thursdays, but I have Fridays and Saturdays off. So mm-hmm. I told them um, just to have, pretty much have someone there for th- on Thursdays, on that Thursday in case, like, because I'm probably going to get sick. So I'll just, yeah, probably. Take, I'll just take off the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and just have the three days to recover and, like, yeah, then go back to work on Sunday and be fine. And I only yeah, have the I one, one is- shot. So that's a smart way, smart way to do it. Yeah, that's that's nice because then within a couple of weeks you'll be, you'll be nice and vaccinated, get those antibodies that you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and I it, won't be fully vaccinated until like the end of May. So yeah, <laughs> this is true. But um, that's still not far. So it really far. like in the grand scheme, not that far. Yeah, yeah, because this is already April, so it's like I mean, we only have the to the end of the yeah. That's not not too shabby at all. Yeah. Not not bad at all considering how long how long I've been inside. <laughs> yeah, it's been rough. But also like so like obviously like no one wants to wear a mask and like after I'm vaccinated I'm especially not gonna wanna wear my mask. Like I know that like the C D C guidelines like still wear your mask, still do all these things, but I know that I'm, like, really not going, extra not going to want to, because I'm, because, like, in my head, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm vaccinated, so I don't have Okay, to so just pro tip for you, um, I know somebody who caught COVID after they got the J&J, um, so, I mean, wear thankfully, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my point, my point being, wear a mask, please, um, yeah. the, I mean, obviously, uh, it was an older person, um, and while they got COVID, it wasn't as bad, which is kind of, like, how the, the vaccine is intended to work right so like if you get covid you'll be okay but i'm just saying that until transmission rates are down um keep fucking wearing it like i'm probably gonna actually start um wearing a mask or something in places with like a lot of people um taking public transit and all of that just like as a regular precaution just because i haven't been like outside of my usual sinus stuff that happens with seasonal changes i haven't been sick so yeah i like i like not being sick (laughs) yeah it has been nice like having to stay away from people because like you're not getting sick because you're not touching all these germs and being around all these people so it has been nice like not being sick like i don't remember the last time i was sick so that's pretty cool 
Also, my other pro tip is that herd immunity doesn't really work until like 90% of the population is vaccinated. So that's not an excuse either. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I, f- I figured like I'm still definitely going to wear my mask, but I think I'm going to wear it like, so like at work, I'm by myself all day, but I wear my mask. Like I, my mask just stays on my face all day, every day, um, because I'm technically supposed to, if, if I'm standing on ground, I'm supposed to have the mask on my face while I'm in the truck. I don't have to have it on my face, but as soon as I get out, so it doesn't make sense for me to keep taking it, you know, pulling it off, putting it back on, so I just leave it on the entire time. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, I'm gonna go down to, like, leaving it, like, as a chin strap, unless, like, someone comes out of their house or something, you know, because it's like, I'm just by myself. I don't really need to have it. But I mean... But it is, like, against the rules to not have it on when you're on the... Yeah, like, if somebody who really cares reports you. Yeah. Like, you could get in trouble. Yeah. I don't know. I... (laughs) (laughs) Which is unfortunate, but also, like, I understand. I understand why. Because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, great to be vaccinated, but it's like, you can still transmit it. You can still get it. Um, We just have to, you know, be careful until everyone is given the green light. Most preferably by the cdc although and i don't it's like i don't like want to like say this but like you know something that the biden administration did was they changed like the spacing guidelines for like schools and stuff to say oh you only need to be three feet apart and it's literally just so they can say that they reopen schools um so like i want to say trust the cdc but also like be at least like mildly wary of like the rationale behind some of the decisions um but also like don't don't tinfoil hat <laughs> please don't tinfoil hat why not I mean, then the aliens won't get us and i know i know listen tinfoil it's hot right now for fashion but <laughs> <laughs> but just like keep just keep that kind of stuff in mind because i mean that's kind of how the rules have been with covid right like there's a reason why restaurants like why we're still in this is because you know people were too scared that the economy would would crumble instead of just like buckling in for for a longer amount of time than, than people would be happy with and hoping that yeah. government would actually help them, which obviously this is a better situation now, considering that we can all get, we're getting close to the point where everybody can get vaccinated. Um, so it's just like, everybody just got to chill for like, just like a little bit longer or else we get a new wave with variants that might not be covered by <laughs> the current vaccines. And then we end up going back into lockdown. Like yeah. everybody just needs to chill. <laughs> They're not going to. I I know for a fact, like, it's starting to get nice out now, and people are, like, I, I know f- I know what's going to happen. Like, people are going to, like, it already happened with, like, spring break. People just fucking crowding Florida and, like, yeah, yeah, rioting, no, and, like, it's already happened. So it's, like, now that summer's here, people are going to go to the beach. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want because they're sick of being in the house, and it's nice out, and they're vaccinated. And Yeah, I'm still going to try to, like, limit myself a little bit to what I would normally do. Um, but, like, I'm literally making a list of things that I, I want to get done, like, once I'm vaccinated. Mostly mostly the paperwork and renewing of passport and, and all of those things. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen my grandparents in over, a, like, now a year and a half. Yeah. Because I was concerned for, their, for both their safety because they're both high risk. Mm-hmm. And now, like, they just got, um, I think that they probably just got their second vaccination. If not, they're getting it soon. Um so I can actually, like, go fucking see them. But, like, literally all of my family has just been ignoring the the rule. And I'm just like, y'all, grandma's got asthma. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like, grandpa's in chemo. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, so I just, I've been restricting myself, even though everybody else is like, why are you taking this so seriously? I know I get I it's really annoying getting shit for taking it seriously it's like like my friend the other day was like I was saying how I had like my my therapy appointment and then like physical therapy appointment and then I had to go to Hanford and Whole Foods and she was like you who's so like COVID cautious are going or doing all these things and I'm like first of all don't play it as a bad thing that I'm COVID cautious also like I am I not allowed to go to my doctor's appointments i was gonna say like like like, that's just that's just somebody like because i've gotten the same shit before and it's just like you're just trying to make me feel guilty about doing the things that i need to get done because you've been doing all of these things that you shouldn't be doing yeah yep 
like it's that it's just like it's that it's that plain and simple like this is your guilt playing out on me where i can just be like well i've been covid cautious this whole time i'm just going to my doctor's appointments what the fuck have you been doing yeah yeah like you they just want to point a finger at somebody so they don't feel yeah yeah no i I totally yeah i've gotten the same the same level of shit but it's like i don't i don't think it's fair to give people shit for being cautious um that's just and i'm not even that cautious like i'm not like i've been doing shit that i shouldn't be doing i'm not like going crazy and i'm fucking wearing a mask and everything but like you know like i i go to my aunt's house i see my aunt like and sometimes there's like a few people there you know like i'm doing things that i shouldn't be but like i'm not doing things that like other people are doing you know like i've been i've been definitely on the more like this isn't even the extreme end it's literally just like the responsible end yeah it's just like doing what you're supposed to fucking do it's like if i don't have to go do something i'm not gonna go do it Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I haven't like I said I haven't seen most of my family members in like well over like a year and a half because I you know I don't I don't trust where they're going I don't trust yeah. what they've been doing so I'm not going to take the risk because of familial pressure <laughs> yeah you're just doing the right thing right and so yeah. like yeah so naturally comes with that is the shit <laughs> yeah yep which is unfair and whatever I'm annoyed I'm annoyed too. <laughs> it always comes. Listen, it's just COVID is so prevalent. Always comes back to it, especially now that people are getting vaccinated. So mm-hmm. everybody just, you know, chill vibe. We're almost, we're almost out of it. As long as people, you know, don't go too over overboard over the summertime. I think, I think by winter time this year, we should be in like a new cautious stage of things. Maybe not back all the way to normal, normal, but, um, cautiously optimistic that that will be that will be the case at the very least get vaccinated keep wearing your mask and maybe you know everything will be okay maybe <laughs> only meanwhile maybe, meanwhile while you guys are enjoying the winter i'll be outside maybe oceanside poolside or whatever side enjoying mm-hmm. nice weather should we should we leave should we leave that uh, little teaser for for next week and then i will just talk to you about it immediately after the podcast <laughs> yeah do that i love that all right everybody well stay stay gay and stay safe and stay warm Ah. (laughs) (laughs) bye everyone bye (laughs) oh how do i turn it off this is not the right one ah mayday mayday help me okay